This is Trivia for Kids, where it's not just for adults anymore. to our next episode of the Trivia for Kids podcast. We are already on episode number 26. Crazy. I am Casey. I'm Ren. And Ren, you have not been on the podcast in a really, really long time. Well, that's because I get a break because it was my birthday recently. So you just got a three-week break for your birthday? Yep. Well, it's nice to have you back. We've missed hearing your cute little voice. And I've missed talking to people on a microphone. <laughs> awesome. So, Ren, you have been asking and asking and asking almost every night to do something. And I always come up with an excuse or a reason that we can't do it. What is it? S'mores. You want to eat s'mores, right? And what did we finally get to do just a minute ago? S'mores. After supper, we made s'mores, didn't we? Yep. How have you been enjoying summer so far? It's been good. What's but my mom has made me do chores. Yes, we did talk about the chores you have to do. What's been your favorite part of the summer so far, though? Not chores. Um, I don't know. Um, Is it softball? Going to the pool? Playing with your friends in the neighborhood? Riding and your new bike that you got for your birthday? Uh, it's either riding my new bike that I got for my birthday or playing outside with friends all day. Yeah, you've got some pretty good friends in the neighborhood, so that's fun, huh? Yep. Well, I think the people are ready to hear the questions. Do you have a joke of the week? Yep. What did the farmer call the cow that had no milk? A milk dud. An utter failure. Oh, udders. That's where the milk comes out on a cow. I get it. I know Quinn did the milk dud. It's basically the same joke, but with a different tagline. I like it. It's like a joke with two options. So, ready, Freddy? Yep. Let's do some trivia! Boop, boop, boop. Bow, bow, bow. Here's how the show works. Trivia for kids consists of five rounds with seven questions each. We will announce the answers at the end of each round. Each new round will have a different category. After the fifth round, we will have the final exam, which will test you on the toughest questions we have covered in the previous rounds. Everyone ready? Let's get started. Round one. The category is ballet. A big thank you to listener Violet for this category idea. Thanks, Violet. Question one. Most ballet terminology is spoken in what language? Question two. What does prima mean in the term prima ballerina? Question three. What is the most famous ballet associated with Christmas?
Question four. In what country did ballet originate? Question five. What did the first ballet dancers always wear as part of their costume? Question six. Who was the first African American prima ballerina? Question seven. True or false? Only female dancers wear point shoes. And now the answer is to round one. So Ren, Violet submitted this category idea. Do you think she dances ballet, or do you think she just likes ballet? I think she dances in ballet. Have you ever danced ballet before? No. No, we're not dancers, but we sure like to watch it. Question one: Most ballet terminology is spoken in what language? French. Yep, ballet took prominence in France in the reign of King Louis the Fourteenth. So most ballet terms are in French. Uh huh. Enchanté. That's basically all I know in French. You know what my Besides, lady is. Oui, oui. Question two: What does the word "prima" mean in "prima ballerina"? First. So the prima ballerina is like the best dancer in the ballet. She's the number one ballerina, the first one. So if you get prima ballerina, you are the bee's knees. Question three: What is the most famous ballet associated with Christmas? The Nutcracker. So, oddly enough, it's June, and just recently, I went to pick Ren up at her grandma's house because she was visiting for the day. And what were you and your grandma watching, Ren? The Nutcracker. In June, you were. I walked in, and you were watching the Nutcracker. Do you like the Nutcracker, or why were you guys watching it? Yeah, but it doesn't make any sense. It's just people dancing and dancing and dancing and dancing and dancing and dancing. It has really good music, though. But I would agree. We've seen the Nutcracker, and it is confusing. Like the Mouse King, and then the Nutcracker, and the girl, and the fighting, and the I I don't understand it. Question four: In what country did ballet originate? Italy. Question five: What did the first ballet dancers always wear as part of their costume? Masks. Wouldn't that be kind of hard to see where you were leaping and pirouetting if you had a mask on? Yeah. Huh. Question six: Who was the first African American prima ballerina? Misty Copeland. Misty Copeland, and she is. Beautiful, and she is strong and athletic, and man, she is a she's just awesome. She's such a cool ballerina. Question seven: True or false? Only female dancers wear point shoes. False. In a few ballet companies, men also wear point shoes. So, do you know what point shoes are? 
Yeah, it's like stuff with like this metal thing on the top to make like a like to make no sound and it's easier to stay on your toes. Well, it's not metal. They're made out of like different types of fabric, but a point shoe is those kind of shoes that they wear when they yeah, like you said, when they stand on the very tippy tops of their sh- of their toes and the front part of it is flat so that they when they stand up on their tiptoes, then the the tip of their shoe is flat to the floor. I can stand on my tiptoes, but the points that ballerinas do is incredible. I don't know how their feet do that. Like literally standing on the, you know, like my tippy toes, I'm basically just like lifting my heels up, but they are on the actual tip of their toes. And I think it kind of hurts. Do you think it hurts their feet to get to that point to be able to stand like that? Yeah, like if you're spinning on your tiptoes, that'd be so hard to not fall over. Yeah, they're so talented. Round two. The category is food. Question one. What snack food is colored black and white? And you dunk them in milk. Some varieties are double stuffed and mint flavors. Question two, what crunchy treat has brands such as Doritos and Lay's and comes in flavors like barbecue and sour cream and onion? Question three, what is Garfield the cat's favorite food? Question four. In North America, what frozen waffle brand do ads demand that you let go of? Question five. What dessert is made from cream cheese with a graham cracker crust that comes in New York style and French style? Question six, what chocolate ice cream flavor with marshmallows and nuts can make for a bumpy ride? Question seven, what food is used to make hummus? And now the answers to round two. Question one. What snack food is colored black and white and you dunk them in milk? Some varieties are double stuffed and mint flavors. Oreos. Oh man, they're so good when you dip them in milk. Sometimes it, sometimes they're just not my jam when they're not dipped in milk. There's just, there's a, there's a perfect consistency for me when I dip my Oreos in milk. Just long enough where there's just the slightest bit of like hardness left, but you put them in your mouth and it just basically just melts. Oh, so good. Question two. What crunchy treat has brands such as Doritos and Lay's and comes in flavors like barbecue and sour cream and onion? My biggest weakness, chips. Oh man, I can't get over chips. 
My favorite kind are the sour, no, the salt and vinegars. Those are the best. I I love chips. I love all chips. Give me the chips <laughs> and the cheese. Bring me to your chips. Question three. What is Garfield the cat's favorite food? Lasagna. I've tried to make lasagna a whole bunch of times, and I am just not good at making lasagna. I feel like I'm a decent cook, but I lasagna, I cannot do well. Every time I make it, you guys are like, eh. So if any of you moms have a really killer lasagna recipe that I won't mess up, trivia for kids podcast at gmail.com. Our grandma makes the best lasagna. <laughs> Maybe I should ask her. Question four. In North America, what frozen waffle brand do ads demand you Lego of? Lego my ego. Ego waffles. I've never had an ego waffle. I you guys aren't big. You like standard things for breakfast. You like toast and you like cereal. And anytime I deviate off of that. It never goes well. So I don't buy Eggo waffles or frozen waffles. Question five. What dessert is made from cream cheese with a graham cracker crust that comes in New York style and French style? Mm, cheesecake. I love cheesecake. I love food. Cheesecake is amazing. I. What kind of cheesecake do you like? Do you like it with fruit on the top or plain or chocolate or caramel or? I like cheesecake, cheesecake. Just normal cheesesteak. Just cheese. plain old cheesesteak. Cheesesteak. <laughs> we both said it. Not cheesesteak. <laughs> that is meat with uh, cheese whiz on it. This is a delicious cream cheese based dessert. <laughs> <laughs> Question six. What chocolate ice cream flavor with marshmallows and nuts can make for a bumpy ride? Rocky Road. Never had it. Partially because it contains nuts. I do not like nuts. Rocky Road is good. I think it has um, chocolate ice cream and then marshmallow cream. You love marshmallow cream. And then, yeah, like chocolate covered nuts. It's really good. Question seven. What food is used to make hummus? Chickpeas. What are chickpeas? I don't know. I think it. I think it's like Can a garbanzo an- bean type thing. Can you have an allergy to chickpeas? Oh, absolutely. You can have an allergy to anything, I think. I wonder how many Even listeners honey? I wonder how many kid listeners eat hummus. Do you eat hummus, Quinn? Never had it. Every time I buy it, I'm the only one who eats it. And then it just goes to waste because I can't eat an entire container of hummus, even though I really like it, but nobody else will eat it with me. Is it like savory or sweet or it is savory. How do I describe it's sort of like the consistency of like a like a French onion dip, but maybe a little grainier and thicker. I mean it's tan in color and you can dip vegetables in it or crackers. It's very good. I know this girl that sculpted like the whole Jesus supper, that thing. The last supper? Yeah, the last supper out of hummus. It was awesome. No, wait, that was butter. This one guy <laughs> this one guy sculpted this this person into hummus. I'm wondering how cuz hummus doesn't seem to be um strong enough consistency yeah, to Yeah, they made build. they made a person out of hummus. Of course it didn't look at very wasn't very closely a very close depiction of what the person looked like. Yeah, but it was it was impressive. Was it like a statue or was it like on a plate and then they drew in the hummus? No, <laughs> they like just sculpted it out of raw hummus. Weird. The whole body, I think. Hmm. 
Round number three. The category is books. Question one. What is the name of the porcupine-like creature who is featured in books by Mercer Mayer? Like, I just forgot. Just me and my little sister. And I was so mad. Question two. Which popular Disney movie featuring a practically perfect nanny was originally a novel written by P.L. Travers? Question three. Who wrote the Chronicles of Narnia series? Question four. What is the name of the rat in Charlotte's Web? Question five. What is the name of the classic first story of an American pioneer family named Ingalls living in the Midwest in the 1870s and 1880s? Question six. What is Ramona Quimby's older sister's name? Question seven. What are the children's names in the Bernstein Bears books? And now the answers to round three. Question one. What is the name of the porcupine-like creature who is featured in books by Mercer Mayer? Like, I just forgot. Just me and my little sister, and I was so mad. Little Critter. We have lots and lots of Little Critter books, don't we? Yep. He's so cute. What's your favorite Little Critter book? Um, I think I just forgot. Is it just me and my mom? <laughs> well, no, I just forgot is a good one. On the back of my Just Me and My Mom, there's a different one called like Dad and Me, I think. Yep, Just Me and My Dad. So I like that one, but I also just like, I just forgot because he left the bathtub going, he left the sink going, he forgot to put on the cap on his toothpaste, he forgot to put away the lid and put the cap on, he forgot to clean up his toys, he forgot to... All right, wash. Well, he didn't forget to wash his ears, but he just doesn't like soap. <laughs> That's right. He he was about to fi- feed the fish, but he said the fish just didn't look hungry. This sounds eerily familiar to somebody else I know. <laughs> you should have seen Red's face go from like happy to wah. I was talking about you, Mom. Oh, I'm sorry. I I was gonna clean my room, but I. No, I never say that. Yeah, right. Question two. Which popular Disney movie featuring a practically perfect nanny was originally a novel written by P.L. Travers? Mary Poppins. And we recently took the kids to see a Mary Poppins musical, and Brooks sings Mary Poppins 
all the time. No, he doesn't sing Mary Poppins. He, he sings Chim Chimney, Chim Chimney, Chim Chim Chirin. And then I'll say it wrong because he's like Chim Chimney, Chim Chim, blow me a kiss, and that's lucky too. <laughs> he is obsessed with Mary Poppins. Question three Who wrote the Chronicles of Narnia series? C.S. Lewis. You have not read those yet, have you? I've started it, but they kind of doze off. Mm. They're pretty deep, but man, I've only seen the movies. I'm not, a, I'll admit, I'm not a huge book reader, but I've seen the movies and they're so good. So, so good. Question four What is the name of the rat in Charlotte's Web? Templeton. I love Templeton. I know we've talked about him before when we've asked the question about Wilbur, but. He is my favorite in Charlotte's Web. Mine too. Question five. What is the name of the classic first story of an American pioneer family named Ingalls living in the Midwest in the 1870s to 1880s? Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, and Little House on the Prairie is based on a true story about the Ingalls family. And they lived in South Dakota for a while and Minnesota. I never knew it was based on a real story. Yep, they were real people. Question six. What is Ramona Quimby's older sister's name? Beezus. Beezus. But I think Beezus is a nickname because I think her real name is Beatrice. Yeah, it's definitely Beatrice. Have you have you started those or have you read those books or just seen the movie? Um, I've read some. We have a bunch of them in our bookshelf. So when I was younger, I used to just grab a book and start reading. Yeah, Ramona. Those are good books, too. Question seven. What are the children's names in the Bernstein Bear books? It's brother and sister bear. Yeah, and what are the parents' names? Mama and Papa. Mama and Papa Bear. And brother and sister. But then the other people in the book have actual names. Like, they have a cousin named Freddy. And anybody else who's mentioned has an actual name except Mama, Papa, and sister and brother. Kind of funny. But also, also good books, too. We have a lot of Berenstain Bear books, don't we? My favorite one, junk food. Too much junk food. I love that one. Or mine, maybe Bad Dreams. Oh, that's also a great one. Round four. The category is The Sandlot. Bryson, Jaden, and Kaysen love this movie and had this awesome category idea. Thanks, boys. Question one. Smalls let the boys use one of his baseballs in their baseball game. However, it had a very important autograph on it. Whose autograph was on the ball? Question two. What line follows the quote? Oh, oh, the great Bambino. Oh, I thought you said the great Bambi. Question three. When the boys decided to camp out in their treehouse, what was the food item that they made for Smalls? Question four. In the legend of the beast, how long do the police say the beast's owner has to keep him locked up for? 
Question five: What is the name of the lifeguard that Squints is in love with? Question six: What was the one day of the year that the boys were able to play a night game on their baseball field? Question seven: At the end of the movie, what do we find out the beast's real name is? And now the answer is to round four. Now, Quinn, I got to tell you, I was so excited that Bryson and Jaden and Kason gave us this category idea because this is one of my all-time favorite movies. I remember when I watched this when I was a kid, and I loved it. I've seen it hundreds of times. This is a, such a good movie. I highly recommend it. Question one: Smalls let the boys use one of his baseballs in their baseball game. However, it had a very important autograph on it. What autograph was on the ball? Babe Ruth's, the Great Bambino, the Sultan of Swat, the Colossus of Clout. Question two. What line follows the quote? Oh, oh, the great Bambino. Of course, I thought you said the great Bambi. That wimpy deer. That wimpy deer. <laughs> the, the catcher, the redheaded guy with the freckles. Oh, he is just baffled by Smalls, because Smalls does not know anything. Do you know what the word naive means? I've heard it. I'm not sure it's exactly just, what it means. It just means that like you're. You're kind of totally clueless to how the world works. You're just naive, and that's, that's baffled. That's how Smalls is, and the the redheaded catcher is just like, oh, that wimpy deer. Like, just shocked that Smalls doesn't know who Babe Ruth is because he's like the most famous baseball player of all time. Question three: When the boys decided to camp out in their treehouse, what was the food item that they made for Smalls? S'mores. We just had s'mores tonight. We literally just ate them. This was another thing that Ham was just again baffled that Smalls had never had a s'more, didn't know what s'mores were, and had to literally teach him how to make a s'more. Poor kid. Ham. Ham is the catcher's name. His name is something Hamilton, but they call him Ham. <laughs> Hamilton the Babe Porter. There is name. His first name was Hamilton. That's right. Question four. In The Legend of the Beast, how long do the police say that the beast's owner has to keep him locked up for? There's only one way to answer this question. Forever. Forever. Question five. What was the name of the lifeguard that squints in love with? Wendy Peppercorn. Can I tell oh, you? Oh, Wendy Peppercorn. Can I tell you how their relationship ended? It doesn't end because they get married, but you can. I know, but at the at the beginning, gets her. He can't swim, so he goes in the deep end, and he I think he pretends to drown, and then Wendy Peppercorn goes and gets him, and while she's doing CPR, he holds her head down so that she'd kiss him. Yep, she's trying to give him mouth to mouth and and bring him back to life. And he grabs the back of her head and he plants a big wet kiss on her. She was not happy. And they got banned from the pool. Yeah. 
But in the end, old Squints and Wendy, they get married. And I think it says they have nine kids. That sounds kind of sus. <laughs> Question six. What was the one day of the year that the boys were able to play a night game on their baseball field? The 4th of July. And why did they get to play on the 4th of July during the night? Because there were fireworks? Because they could see the game because of the fireworks. And it said that all the rest of the boys would stop to watch the fireworks, but Benny always just kept playing because all he loved was baseball. Question seven at the end of the movie. What do we find out the beast's real name is? Hercules. Yep, Hercules. And really, he was a mean dog and he was a big dog, but they could have just went over and asked the junkyard guy for the ball back in the beginning and they would have saved themselves a whole lot of trouble with Hercules. Yeah. But such a great movie. Highly recommend it. I just said that. I know, but I wanted to I wanted to add in. Perfect movie for the summer. Round five. The category is brown. Question one. What do you get when you combine brown soil with water? Question two. What is the name given to the brown shell which covers a coconut? Question three. What package delivery company uses big brown vans to deliver packages all over the United States? Question four. In 1994, the makers of Crayola crayons released Magic Sense crayons. What did the brown crayon smell like? Question five, true or false? Mummy brown is a real color that was obtained for years by grinding up ancient mummies. Question six, in the story of Hansel and Gretel, what was the witch's house made out of? Question seven. Labrador retrievers are a popular breed of dog in the United States. They come in three colors, yellow, black, and what other color? Answers to round five. Here we go. Question one, what do you get when you combine brown soil with water? Mud. Oh man, I love digging my feet in some mud. Do you? No, I'd rather dig them in sand. You are a very, you do not like to get dirty. You don't like to be sticky. You're very, for as messy of a person as you are, you're very particular about your body and getting dirty and, and yucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Question two, 
What is the name given to the brown shell which covers a coconut? Husk. The husk is the brown shell which covers the white flesh of the coconut. It is hard and inedible, but it can be used for quite a few other things. So I didn't realize, just like a corn on the cob, what's the stuff you pull off of the corn before you eat it? Husk. The husk. So it's the same as a coconut as it is for a corn. Shocking that somebody from Iowa would know that it's the husk of a corn and not the husk on a coconut, though. (laughs) Yeah. Question three. What package delivery company uses big brown vans to deliver packages all over the U.S.? UPS. UPS stands for United Parcel Service. And sometimes I'm a little embarrassed by how often the UPS truck comes to our house, especially during Christmas time. Question four. In 1994, the maker of Crayola crayons released Magic Sense crayons. What did the brown crayon smell like? Chocolate. So we've had, we have smelly markers, but I didn't realize they made smelly crayons. And this is 94. That's when I was a kid. So maybe my mom, maybe grandma didn't buy me the fancy smelly crayons (laughs) in the smelly markers that you have. Oh, you know what? Do you remember those markers that Quinn got one year for Christmas or for for her birthday? And there were some that smelled good and some that smelled Oh, those were horrible, horrendous. like the rotten band-aids. Oh, my word. So Quinn has these markers, and they're like six that smell good and then six that smell terrible. And or I don't, like seven that smell terrible. And I don't mean like, I don't mean that they smell like kind of funky. They smell awful. Like one of the smells is rotten tooth. And the other, and another one is dirty band-aid. Or, um, or a moldy potato. Oh, and they smell just like it. It is so and gross. And eggs. Oh, it's so gross. So if you see those, even though it's funny to make people smell them, they are heinous. Question five, true or false, mummy brown is a real color that was obtained for years by grinding up ancient mummies. True. True. I thought this was kind of a disturbing question, but it was so interesting. I had to add it. So mummy was once a color in ancient Egypt. The rich brown hue got its color by using the ground up remains of Egyptian mummies, both human and animal. It was used extensively until the 20th century when mummy remains were no longer available. That's gross. That's crazy. They had to get creative with how to make colors back in the day. And somebody, I don't know how, figured out that if you ground up a mummy, it made a really pretty brown color. Hmm. Or you could just mix dirt. That's true. There could have been other ways, I think. Question six. In the story of Hansel and Gretel, what was the witch's house made out of? Gingerbread. So I remember when I was little, I had a Hansel and Gretel storybook and the witch's house was made out of gingerbread and then it had like gumdrops and frosting and all these candies all over it. And I would just, I remember thinking how cool it would be to just walk up to somebody's house and just take a big old bite out of the corner of the house, right? Wouldn't that be cool? The witch always scared me though, like... I'm going to put you in the oven. She does say that. Yeah, that was a nice, but man, to take a bite out of somebody's house would be so cool. (laughs) 
Question seven. Labrador retrievers are a popular breed of dog in the United States. They come in three colors, yellow, black, and what other color? Chocolate. You'd think that they'd say brown. Right, because the other ones are yellow and black, which are actual colors. But then the brown ones are called chocolate labs. I don't know why. It's kind of cuter, though, than brown. Yeah, it is cute. I think it's black. I have a chocolate lab. That is cuter than I have a brown lab. I agree with you. And now it's time for the final exam. Now remember, you've heard these questions in the previous rounds, but these were the hardest ones we've had. So use your memory and try to think back to what the answers are. Question one, what does prima mean in the term prima ballerina? First. Question two. What dessert is made from cream cheese with a graham cracker crust that comes in New York style and French style? Cheesecake. Question three. What is the name given to the brown shell which covers a coconut? Husk. Question four. Who wrote the Chronicles of Narnia series? C.S. Lewis. Question five. In the story of Hansel and Gretel, what was the witch's house made out of? Gingerbread. Question six. What is Ramona Quimby's older sister's name? Jesus. Question seven. Who was the first African-American prima ballerina? Misty Copeland. And that's the end. Yay. Got to start another week tomorrow, huh, Ren? Yep. Are you ready for that big chore in the morning? What is it? Do you know what it's going to be? Your favorite one. Not the... No! Oh, <laughs> is it the car in my room? It's hanging up your clothes. So Ren got out of putting away her laundry for quite a long time because we ran out of hangers. And the stores do not have hangers. I'm sure it has something to do but with... I have no laundry right now. Oh, yes, you do. I know there's some hidden in your room. But anyway, I was finally able to come up with some hangers and buy some new ones. And so now you're going to have to put those clothes away, love. No, like I don't want to throw the hammers away now. <laughs> Sorry, it's got to be done. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. Have a great week. See y'all. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Trivia for Kids Podcast. And if you have a question idea or even an entire category, please email us at Trivia for Kids Podcast at gmail.com.